there. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here, the Eric Erickson Show across the nation. Glad to have you with me today. The phone number is 877-973-7425. I I, I need to bring you up to speed on a, a technical nuanced issue. Republicans, according to the New York Times, are seeing a slowdown of their online money raising. They're looking for someone to blame. Online fundraising has slowed across much of the Republican Party in recent months. An unusual pullback of small donors that has set off a mad rush among Republican political operatives to understand why and reverse the sudden decline before it damages the party's chances this fall. Small dollar donations typically increase as an election nears, but just the opposite has happened in recent months across a wide range of Republican entities, including every major party committee and former President Donald Trump's political operation. The total amount donated online fell more than 12% across all federal Republican campaigns and committees in the second quarter compared with the first quarter, according to an analysis of federal records from WinRed, the main online Republican donation processing portal. More alarming for Republicans, Democratic contributions surged. Republicans believe Google and Apple are blocking their emails. They believe that Google and Apple are making it so their small dollar donors cannot see their emails. And I believe that is true. Google and Apple are redirecting Republican fundraising emails to spam folders you may not know exist. Probably there is, at Google in particular, some level of shenanigans. But I want to talk to my Republican operative friends here because you got to hear this. The real problem is not Google and Apple, it's you. Apple, I use Apple products. I use Apple Mail. Apple Mail has a junk mail folder that you cannot turn off. Cannot turn it off. I would like very much to turn it off. I have a good spam filter program called SpamSieve, but you can't turn off the junk mail folder. I want to give you the list in my in-mail box right now of emails that have come in. At 12.50 p.m., fundraising email from Greg Abbott into the junk mail folder. At 12.45 p.m., Ryan Zink, Navy SEAL, closing the curtains on my campaign. At 12.29 p.m., an email from Rick Scott. It's crazy. Patriot, the American left is crazy. Just last week, 17 Democratic lawmakers were arrested for disruptive protests. 12.03 p.m., Donald Trump, official 2022 Trump MVP. I only selected 10 Patriots for your eyes only. 11.47 p.m., Marjorie Taylor Greene. It just comes through as MTG, but it's a fundraiser for Marjorie Taylor Greene. At 11.32 a.m., illegal alien watch. I don't even know how I got on that email last. At uh, 11.20 p.m., 
someone named Tom DeWeese. Um, I don't know who this person is. Uh, the president for the American Policy Center. At 11.18 a.m., Charlie Kirk, Turning Point USA. At 11.02 a.m., Advance America. At 11.01 a.m., Victims of Communism Memorial Foundation. Uh, There's another one from 10.21 a.m. from Donald J. Trump. Hurry and claim your seven-time impact. You get the point here? Oh, there's another one from Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, Here's the problem. All of these people are using the WinRed platform, and the WinRed platform sends out so much email and so much spam, and it's getting flagged as a spammer. That's my guess. Republicans consolidated monopolistically behind WinRed for fundraising. And the reason they did it is because the Democrats have a program called Act Blue. Act Blue is a fundraising fight site for Democrats, but behind the scenes, Act Blue is a little more diversified than what Republicans realize. There's a great fundraising platform. By the way, if you're a church or if you're a candidate for Congress, there's a political website or a fundraising website called Anadot, A-N-E-D-O-T. Highly recommend them. I use it. I've used it in the past. Um, great, great company. They specialize in helping churches fundraise, but they do political candidates as well. They used to do a lot of political candidates until Donald Trump's team decided to build Win Red and try to shut them out of the market. And guess what? They were pretty successful, and now all of their emails go to spam because they cannot help it. Y'all, I'm not kidding here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Uh, there's one from Tiffany Smiley, Republican of Washington. So 12, 13, and that is since I've been on the air. 13 spam emails from different Republicans, largely through the same portals, fundraising portals, largely through the same email programs. Google and Apple are blocking Republican emails, but they are blocking Republican emails because Republicans are prolific spammers. They're blocking Republican emails on fundraising because the Republicans suck at this stuff. Think about all of the text messages you were getting, the SMS text messages in 2020. You're not getting those because so many people complain, so they moved to email. And so many people started flagging them as spam that now the companies that manage your email do it automatically. The Republicans overwhelmed the system and the system fought back, not because they're Republicans, but because they're prolific spammers. That's what's going on here. I need the attention of all of the Republican political operatives in America right now. The New York Times running the story that there's been a significant drop-off, a 12% decline in online fundraising. The problem is not Google and Apple per se. The problem is you. You are spam whores. You are whoring your email lists around America. You have not managed them. You've tried to profit off of them. You have tried to profit off of candidates and the fears of old people literally sitting here on this radio program in an hour and 15 minutes. I have gotten 15, 
15 emails from various political candidates I've never heard of, from Donald Trump repeatedly, Marjorie Taylor Greene repeatedly, from Rick Scott, from Greg Abbott, a bunch of candidates I've never heard of in an hour and 15 minutes. They're all coming through the same portals. They're all coming through the same email platforms. That is why you can't raise money. That is why you have decided to monopolistically consolidate on platforms. And in so doing, it's made it very easier for Google and Apple to flag you as spam and save me, the consumer, from your emails. You did it with text messaging and you abused all credibility. I have stopped giving money to Republican candidates. I need you all to know this. I used to every year give money to Republican candidates. There are a couple of people who I'm friends with. I've given low dollar donors to, low dollar donations to, so I stay off the lists. I don't want my name on their disclosures anymore. Because what happens is Republican fundraisers start text messaging you and start spam emailing you, and you can, the signal-to-noise ratio is crap. This is Republican strategists and consultants screwing the GOP. It's not Google, and it's not Apple. I can tell you my suspicion is that behind the scenes at Google in particular— They are hostile to the GOP. And my suspicion is that Google, behind the scenes, they're not giving the GOP the benefit of the doubt. And honestly, I don't care. I don't care not because I'm on Google's side. I'm not. I don't care because the GOP has not been able to moderate themselves on this issue. The GOP has not been able to control itself. You built your big win red platform so everybody could raise money and compete against Blue, And then you started consolidating emails. It's made it really easy. You know whose emails get through? I actually talked to someone the other day, Chuck Grassley, the senator from Iowa. His emails never make it in my spam folder. He uses someone unique on a, on a different platform. They curate their emails. They don't sell the email list to everybody. They've done a very good job protecting his email list. And as a result, when it comes through the computers, the computers, they don't process it as spam. There are algorithms that when everything is coming from the same choke points on the Internet and everybody who gets them or a lot of people who get them are flagging them as spam, the computers at those major tech companies learn, okay, this stuff is spam. Let's put it in the spam folder. I personally have had this issue. I sent out an email to a lot of people, several hundred people, and I used a program that would allow it to come from me individually as opposed to MailChimp, which is an email website I can go through. And I was coming through my um, address at my domain, ewerickson.com, and, and a number of those people flagged them for spam. And now my team and I have had this problem of, uh, like Charlie, for example, a lot of his emails go to spam. And I'm pretty sure what happened is I used this program and computer company computers flagged my domain as spam. And the way over time it works itself out is if you continue to send emails and people pull them out of the spam folders, then the issue goes away. It resolves itself as well. And Republicans need to build trust and get people to find their emails in the spam folder. And over time, as people do that, suddenly the emails are no longer considered spam by default. But it takes time both ways. And the Republicans have overwhelmed all of us. Their text messaging program was an abomination. I wanted to find the people sending those text messages and send Liam Neeson after them to do them bodily harm. 
and the email spam is just as bad. Republicans are to blame for their own online fundraising problems, not Google and not Apple. Democrats have understood and used the technology better. The Republicans don't want to acknowledge they are to blame, and it is very easy to tell the members of the Republican base, well, it's Google and Apple, the libs are out to get us, so that they do not have to own up to the fact that they themselves suck. They have hoard out their email lists, and people ultimately don't like prostitution, particularly political prostitution, and that's what's happened with the email lists. They are getting their comeuppance, and it is costing them at the time they need money, and that sucks for them, but maybe they'll learn their lesson. And the only way for them to learn their lesson is to experience this pain in fundraising as Democratic fundraising surges because they couldn't contain themselves. The number of daily emails I get promising, I'm only one of 10 people to get this email personally from Donald Trump. And why, Patriot, why won't you respond to me, please? Because you're spamming me. Leave me alone. I have stopped giving money to Republican candidates because I know if I give it to them, my reward will be punishment by SMS, text message, and email spam. So why would I ever give to you people again? And I am not alone. Is my show. I'm glad to have you across the nation. Welcome to those of you in Cooksville, Tennessee, and up in Montana. Uh, we continue to spread across the country. Glad to have all of you with us. The phone number is 877 973 7425 as we grow the show. One of the ways you can stay in touch and on target with what we're talking about on the show is to get the daily email. You get a morning free piece, and then if you're a paid subscriber, you get the show notes at noon. Come out right as the show starts. All the major headlines. It is show prep for your mind, but it's also the show prep for my show. All the articles I intend to talk about, they're right there. So if you hear me talking about something, the odds are it's in that email. What you do is you text DATA, D-A-T-A, text it to 33777. Let's go back to the phones. Mike, you're going to be up next. Welcome to the program. Hey, Eric. Thanks very much. Love your show. Appreciate Thank you. Appreciate you taking my call. Uh, yeah, on the heels of what you just talked about, I have to share this experience. So about I'm a registered Republican here in the state of Georgia. I've been registered Republican for a long time. About five years ago, right before the last gubernatorial race, my cell phone number got confused with a middle-aged female who lives in Decatur, who obviously is a registered Democrat and votes Democrat. And every election cycle, I have been inundated with opinion surveys, opinion polls, uh, text messages asking me if I have questions about Democrat candidates, asking me if I have questions about do I know where I need to, where my polling place is? Do I have any, any issues? Do I need any help? And I have absolutely been dumbfounded about how good the Democrats' ground game has been on this technological front. It is yep. just, it's unbelievable. And I have been so disappointed and almost to the point of being frustrated and enraged that I don't understand how they can do it so well and we, as Republicans and the Republican Party here in the state of Georgia, and really nationally, do it so poorly. Uh, you you and, know, I, I actually know the legitimate answer to that, and I'm not being flippant here. Uh, the Democrats do it because they want to win. Republican consultants do it because they want a commission. 
Well, it, it has really been impressive. Now, I, I have to admit that early on I was having some fun with my text responses to these surveys and uh-huh. polls and things of that nature, and I think I was blowing some people's minds who were receiving it. But now it's to the point of just being annoying. But um, I, I've just been unbelievably impressed with this technological ground game they have. And I honestly, Eric, I don't understand at this day and age with all that's out there, of how the Republican Party failed so miserably at this very thing. Yeah, listen, um, and what Republicans often like to say, Mike, is, well, you know, the Democrats are so much, they're more into this tech stuff. Not really. There are really good Republican tech guys out there. The problem is the Republican tech guys are not as plugged in as the grifters, and the grifters get the attention. They make a lot of money. I mean, take my uh, buddy Paul Dietzel. He ran Anadot, uh, which is – he ran – he ran runs Anadot, which is a brilliant fundraising service. Very robust platform, does a very good job, very stable, and avoids all the spam traps. Uh, but he wasn't plugged into the Trump circuit and the Trump world, and he got outmaneuvered by people who tried to shut him out of the market. And now those who did consolidated, and that consolidation has caused – all sorts of spam problems for the GOP or take the text messaging app. You know, I, I've run into this as well, where I've accidentally gotten a, they actually put it in as a wrong number, texted me, and it was about Stacey Abrams in 2018. I was surprised when I texted back. Turned out it was a real person. Uh, and they had real people texting people around the state who they knew or others knew advocating for Stacey Abrams. And I know a lot of friends who got these and trolled the snot out of them. Uh, but it was they were really engaged and they were real human beings. It wasn't robots doing it. Um, and it's fascinating to see the GOP not do the sorts of hands-on grassroots organizing on, on the tech side of it. Uh, when Republican technology experts get a hold of it, they want to see how much money they can make off of it, not how many people they can get out to vote. That ultimately, the the return on investment issue, it's a problem. Mike, thanks for the phone call. Just a bottom line point here. Uh, having been someone who's raised money in the conservative space for the conservative movement causes and websites and the like, uh, versus those who know, for example, that uh, what the Democrats do. I've, I've had Democrats who have told me this. Uh, Democratic billionaire donors like George Soros want to know what my rate on, of return will be by how many votes will it generate. Republican donors want to know what their rate of return will be by how much money will they make back. Democrats do it for the cause. Republicans do it for the money. It's a problem for the GOP. They've got to overcome. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson. The phone number is 877-973-7425. We need to talk about China. We got problems in China. Um, And... There are a couple of disturbing reports that have come out recently about China. CNN has reported that uh, an FBI investigation has determined Chinese-made Huawei equipment uh, could disrupt U.S. nuclear arsenal communications. Let me read you this. On paper, it looked like a fantastic deal. In 2017, the Chinese government offered to spend $100 million to build an ornate Chinese garden at the National Arboretum in Washington, D.C., complete with temples, pavilions, and a 70-foot-wide white pagoda. I'm sorry, 70-foot-high white pagoda. The project thrilled local officials who hoped it would attract thousands of tourists. But when U.S. counterintelligence officials began digging into the details, they found red flags. 
the pagoda would have been strategically placed on one of the highest points in Washington, D.C., two miles from the U.S. Capitol, a perfect spot for signals intelligence collection. Also alarming was that Chinese officials wanted to build the pagoda with materials shipped to the U.S. in diplomatic pouches, which U.S. customs officials are barred from examining. Federal officials quietly killed the project before construction was underway. The canceled garden is part of a frenzy of counterintelligence activity by the FBI and other federal agencies focused on what career U.S. security officials say has been a dramatic escalation of Chinese espionage. Among the most alarming things the FBI uncovered pertains to Chinese-made Huawei equipment atop cell towers near U.S. military bases in the rural Midwest. According to multiple sources familiar with the matter, the FBI determined the equipment was capable of capturing and disrupting highly restricted Defense Department communications, including those used by U.S. Strategic Command to oversee the country's nuclear weapons. Are you getting the picture here? But wait, there's more. The Washington Times. Senator Rob Portman, Republican of Ohio, has released a minority staff report for the Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee that details how the Federal Reserve System has been targeted by China. The FBI has repeatedly warned about China's Thousand Talents Economic Espionage Program. Quote, a Federal Reserve counterintelligence analysis identified 13 persons of interest as having connections with known Chinese talent recruitment plan members or having similar patterns of activity the Federal Reserve analysts deemed of potential concern, the new report says. Federal Reserve investigators dubbed these individuals representing no fewer than eight of the 12 Federal Reserve banks as the P-Network. The Senate report said the actions of these individuals and their connections to Chinese talent programs are alarming and provide stark examples of the ways in which the Chinese government has attempted to gain access to sensitive internal information and influence the Federal Reserve. Jerome Powell said he has a lot of concerns about the assertions from the report and what the FBI is saying. The investigation reveals China targeted the Federal Reserve to undermine American economic and monetary policy since at least 2013. It shows how China has used a variety of tactics to recruit U.S.-based economists to provide China with knowledge and intellectual capital in exchange for monetary gain and other officials. Chinese officials, listen to this, listen, this is important. Chinese officials forcibly detained one Federal Reserve Bank employee on four separate occasions during a 2019 trip to Shanghai and threatened the individual's family unless the individual provided them with economic information and assistance, allegedly tapped the employee's phones and computers and copied the contact information of other Federal Reserve officials from the individual's WeChat account. The investigation found multiple U.S. Federal Reserve employees with close ties to the People's Bank of China, while one Federal Reserve Bank employee held a position in 2017 with the Chinese Central Bank, which was meant to over for overseas top-performing talent with direct, applicable, advanced modeling experience and insight into China and U.S. economic policy. Oh, wait, hang on, there's more. Gordon Chang, writing at Newsweek. 
a Chinese food processing company, Fufeng Group of Shandong Province, wants to build a corn milling plant near Grand Forks Air Force Base, which houses sensitive communication facilities, the backbone of all U.S. military communications around the globe. Fufeng should never be allowed to buy land so close to a critical U.S. military facility. The company's purchase highlights the failure of U.S. foreign policies community, the Defense Department, and the Biden administration to protect our interests. Fufeng plans to build a $700 million processing plant on 300 acres it purchased this year in North Dakota for $2.6 million. The man who sold the land does not see why there's such a fuss. How could they gain any knowledge of the base, says Gary Bridgeford. It's about 12 miles away. It's not like it's next door. But the Chinese plant does not have to abut the base to be a national security threat. An Air Force major circulated a memo in April pointing out the proposed plant is located on a narrow geographic footprint at which passive receiving equipment could intercept sensitive drone and space-based communications to and from the base. The chief executive of the U.S. company, Eric Chuteras, says we're under U.S. law. I'm an American citizen. I grew up here my whole life, and I'm not going to be doing any type of espionage. But how would you know? How would you know? Article 7 and 14 of China's National Intelligence Law of uh, 2017 requires every Chinese national or entity to commit acts of espionage if the regime demands it. There's no way he could stop it. His superiors from China would just come in and do it without his knowledge. Ron DeSantis is actually taking on this issue. Chinese real estate investors have spent $6.1 billion on American real estate in the past 12 months, a lot of it buying land out west near military installations. DeSantis says he doesn't think they should be able to do it. Under the American Constitution, we would have to buy back the land. I'm okay with spending American tax dollars buying this land from the Chinese communists and taking it back from them. The real crazy part here is that they're able to do it to begin with. We have a national security interest here. Businessmen from Taiwan and Hong Kong have been purchasing homes in Florida and California. They're trying to flee China and Chinese control. A friend of mine is convinced that China will invade Taiwan before the end of this year. A lot of people are starting to uh, spread out uh, around the world from Taiwan, escaping it. A lot of people are starting to pay attention. Nancy Pelosi, of course, going to Taiwan. The Chinese are saber-rattling about it, saber-rattling more publicly and more aggressively than they have in the past. China thinks the time is about right to do this. Now, why? Here's one of the reasons you have to understand. The Chinese President Xi Jinping is heading China off an economic cliff. In the past, when the Chinese economy has gone off the rails, Xi Jinping has stoked nationalist sentiment in order to distract from their economic woes, and he's tried to blame foreigners. The Chinese government and the Chinese economy are going off the rails yet again. It makes logical sense, based on his pattern and practice, for Xi Jinping to invade Taiwan and start World War III to distract from the collapse of China. 
the Chinese economy is going under. Let me read you some data points. I subscribed to an email uh, where the guy on a daily basis covers a lot of the news out of China that doesn't get paid attention to around the world. Let me just read you some blurbs here. This is from Bloomberg. The most educated generation in China's history was supposed to blaze a trail toward a more innovative and technologically advanced economy. Instead, about 15 million young people are estimated to be jobless, and many are lowering their ambitions. A perfect storm of factors has propelled unemployment among 16 to 24-year-old urbanites to a record 19.3%, more than twice the comparable rate in the United States. The government's hardline coronavirus strategy has led to layoffs with its regulatory crackdown on real estate and education companies has hit the private sector. Here's another. This is from Reuters. China Evergrande Group, the world's most indebted developer, is expected to announce the week uh, this week a debt restructuring plan that will not only determine its future but also indicate how Beijing plans to overcome a deepening property sector crisis. With more than $300 billion in debt, Evergrande has been at the center of China's property quagmire since last year as the company struggles to replay supply, repay suppliers, creditors, and investors in wealth management products after Beijing launched measures to control the developers' high debt levels. Here's another from Reuters. China will launch a real estate fund to help property developers resolve a crippling debt crisis, um, aiming for a war chest of 300 billion yen or yuan, uh, $44 billion in a bid to restore confidence in the industry. Here's another China one from Financial Times. Some of China's largest banks are offering a lower interest rate on long-term deposits compared with short-term as a dearth of quality lending opportunities points to a sustained slowdown in China. One more. Red Date Technologies is not particularly well-known, but it has a powerful partner in making its founder, He Yifen's cyber utopia reality, the Chinese government. In 2018, Red Date formed a tech consortium with a collection of state-backed power players, the State Information Center, a think tank under Beijing's macroeconomic planning agency, the state-owned wireless carrier China Mobile, and the state-owned digital payment firm China Union Pay to build the blockchain service network. It has been operational inside China for two years. It's as if Amazon, DARPA, and Visa got together to build a public technology infrastructure product. And it's working, and it's controlling and overseeing all of the transactions happening in China. These things are happening in China. There's an economic slowdown. There's a housing crisis, a real estate crisis. There's a banking crisis. There's a massive unemployment crisis for young people. What do you do if you're a dictator who controls everything and you want to avoid the blame? What do you do? What do you do? You start a war. And all those unemployed young people become soldiers. And you get them out of the cities where they're otherwise going to be have idle hands doing bad things and undermine the Chinese communists. You start a war. And the American government seems completely flat-footed about all of it. The American government seems unwilling and unable to tackle the issue of China. One of the things the American government could do is pass the CHIPS Plus Act, which I'm not a huge fan of, but what it would do is it would provide money for American technology firms to get out of China, to come back to the United States and build their microprocessing and microchip facilities here. It's not a bad idea. we got to get these people out of China quick. Time is running out to evacuate our technical infrastructure from China. 
Apple better be figuring this out or they are going to be wiped out because of it. China is headed somewhere very bad against our interests and against global democratic interests. You're going to see a bunch of Americans try to minimize it because they're on China's payroll and try to say it's not happening. It's irrational. Don't fear it. You should be concerned about this stuff. And the fact that the Biden administration is now openly fretting about it should give you more pause. Dementia-addled grandpa who thinks he has cancer is not up for the fight against China, and that's who we have. And the alternative is Kamala Harris. God help us all. That's another reason all these things going on. You might need to consider precious metals in your retirement you're not as dependent on just stocks and companies, maybe, I don't know, could be a good fit for you. If you call my friends at GoldCo at 855-904-5933, you'll get a free wealth protection kit from them to learn how to use gold and silver to protect and grow your money. Thousands of retirees are protecting their retirement savings. Many are getting $10,000 or more in free silver for doing it. Call GoldCo, find out how you qualify for their special offer. They've been helping thousands of Americans. They can teach you how to use precious metals to ease the ebbs and flows within the stock market uh, to protect you against inflation as well. Call GoldCo at 855-904-5933 or better yet, text my name, Eric, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777. I will send you GoldCo's toll-free number. So you can call them, get their free wealth protection kit, see if they're a good fit for you and your portfolio. Text Eric, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. Let's go to the phones. John, you're going to be up next. Welcome, John. How are you? Sir, I'm doing well. Bless your heart. I tell you what, I have no idea. Do you ever sleep? You uh, me? always eh, a little bit sleep. Yeah, yeah. You always bring out precious nuggets for us to digest. Think about what you just talked about: the uh, agricultural uh, infiltration here in the states of China buying up the land. Bill Gates buying up the land. What are they doing? They are bankrupting the farmer by the Green New Deal, increase in uh, diesel, uh, can't use this fertilizer, or if you do, it's going to cost you thousands of more just for the stock. And they're buying the land, giving them a deal, and what are they doing with it? Just what you said. They're building these towers nearby the silos that our country relies on for our defense. And it is just heartbreaking. Yeah, they're, they're going to control, yeah, control things, Eric. You they're they're going to try, and and right now the Biden administration doesn't seem to have any will to deal with this. You know, I, I would say, though, John, um, and I appreciate the phone call, I, I would separate Bill Gates from China. Um, I, I, who knows what, what, what Bill Gates is trying to do with his land other than I, I have a theory. Uh, my theory about Bill Gates is buying the land is that he's going to offset it with conservation easements to make it undevelopable. So he's buying a lot of farmland to make it undevelopable 
thinking that that's going to do nature some good and he gets a taxable benefit along the way. There is this big push by people like Gates and Justin Trudeau in, in uh, sorry to say China, it's almost the same these days, Canada, um, Justin Trudeau to, um, so totalitarian this guy, he wants to ban fertilizer, a 30% reduction in fertilizer for crops. The agriculture secretaries of all of the provinces of Canada are saying this is a terrible idea. This is madness. Don't do it. He's doing it anyway because of global warming and climate change. And he's going to cause the Canadians to starve. Bill Gates, I think the man, he's not collaborating with China, as some people suggest. The man just really is highly arrogant. Thinks he knows best for everyone. And he has this um, population group, Malthusian population group thing that there are too many people on the planet. We got we to gotta subsidize abortion and everything else. Uh, you remember, he's one of the guys who pressured us not to actually uh, fight malaria with DDT in Africa, but just give them mosquito nets. How paternalizing and colonializing is that? Speaking of, when we come back, we've got to talk about woke colonialism. Because the New York Times is losing its mind over the audacity of the Democratic Republic of Congo wanting to uh, actually get their oil. But first, there's this. Uh, Good afternoon. I want to welcome these leaders for coming in to have this very important discussion um, about some of the most pressing issues of our time. Um, I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am... My pronouns. 